Welcome to Coffee Break with Sharp Best Health. Every week, we sip on a strong new blend of practical tips, information, and education to help you optimize your health, body, and mind. Your hosts are Janice, Emily, Megan, and Olga. Your break starts now. Hello, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Coffee Break with Sharp Best Health. Today's episode is going to take a different spin that will teach you how to practice journaling. To get ready, take a minute to find a pad of paper and a pen. While you do that, I'd like to introduce all of you to our special guest speaker today. Lisa Goodman is the Integrative Care Coordinator at Sharp Grossmont Hospital with vast experience in aromatherapy healing touch and most recently became a certified journal to the self instructor lisa has hosted two self-care webinars with me on the topic of journaling and she currently hosts journaling sessions for patients in the sharp grossmont hospital cancer center lisa welcome back to another podcast recording and while i'm at it i'm janice chin Quanco with the sharp best health team hi everyone thank you janice for inviting me today I love this topic and I'm excited to share how it can be incorporated into one's day-to-day routine. So for those of you who are listening in, here's a bit of a background about journaling. Journaling is described as a written record of our thoughts and feelings. It's a vehicle of emotional exploration, a way to channel difficult feelings and create healthy and inspired outcomes. So if you struggle with stress, depression, or anxiety, keeping a journal can be a great idea. It can help you gain control of your emotions and improve your mental health. Research has shown that those who practice journaling may have a stronger immune system, better sleep habits, improved mental health, regulated blood pressure, and a reduction in pain caused by chronic diseases. Wow, Lisa, who would have thought all of these wonderful benefits are attributed to the practice of journal writing? Thank you, Lisa. I'm going to add to your introduction. And when it comes to journaling, there are no rules, just suggestions to make the writing process easy and allow for creative flow. Some of these suggestions include dating each and every one of your entries, writing quickly without hesitation, telling your truth, using all of your senses, sights, sounds, smells, tastes, and touch, and keeping your journal in a private place. All right, listeners, do you have your pad of paper and a pen with you? We suggest you have a pen while journaling so you're not tempted to erase. Remember, we want to write without hesitation. On this podcast episode, Lisa has chosen two techniques to practice. One is called the unsent letter and the other is called captured moments. Each technique will be timed during this episode for five minutes. Lisa, the remainder of this episode is all yours. All right, friends. Are you ready? Are you sitting down? Are you comfortable? You do have your your paper and your pen ready to go. Maybe a little cup of coffee or a cup of tea with you. All right, so we're gonna start with unsent letters. 
this is a wonderful stress management tool in that you can say absolutely anything you want without the risk of damaging a relationship. You can shred it or destroy a letter after it's been written. Let the tearing, burning, wadding up, or throwing away be a symbolic gesture about the release of energy or simply letting go. They can bring clarity to confusion or closure to a relationship or situation from which you have already physically moved on from to say goodbye to someone who has passed away. So I want you to be thinking about someone or something that has happened in your past that you would like closure on to write about. If it's a person, maybe it, it could be someone that's passed away. It could be, or it could be a past relationship that you're no longer in. It could be a friendship that, that you're no longer friends with or an actual relationship with a significant other. And maybe you had some things that you didn't get to say that you now feel like you're in a better place and you can communicate that on paper. So with that said, I did an example of um, writing to someone who passed away who I didn't get to say goodbye to. And it was someone who that was um, in a relationship with my mom, actually, and was a very big part of my life for about 10 years when my kids were little. And he died very suddenly without um, any warning. Uh, he hadn't been sick. He just um, simply passed away um, in his home. And so I wrote a letter to him and it was a letter thanking him because I never got to say thank you for all the wonderful things that he did for myself and my kids while we were going through a difficult time. So that is what I want you to think about. So have that in mind and have that um, the person or the situation. And sometimes it helps if you close your eyes for a minute and just kind of let yourself sit without those thoughts and let something organically come to you. Let that person come to you or that situation come to you. And now you can start the letter off by saying, I've been wanting to tell you, dear so-and-so, I've been wanting to tell you this. Let's start. I'm going to time you for five minutes and let's go.
two minutes. friends. <clears throat> so let's um, wrap this exercise up and I just want you to sit for a moment and I want you to notice how you feel. Notice um, what has what came up for you. And I invite you to if this letter was um, let's say you were coming from a place of which I hope you weren't but if you were coming from a place of anger if if it turned into something that was expressing anger towards someone, which we know that sometimes that can happen, I invite you to write a follow-up letter from the perspective of the relationship is now healed. So write from that perspective and imagine what that would be like if that, if that, if that experience, if that relationship, if that friendship was now healed. This will help you move from a place of hurt, anger, disappointment, resentment, to a place of healing and perhaps forgiveness. Holding on to unresolved feelings can wreak havoc on your physical and mental health. And so I just want you to sit with that and just, um, just notice how you feel. Take a breath. And now we're going to move on to the next experience, which is called captured moments. So captured moments are written photographs that freeze a moment of time and preserve it for the future. This technique allows you to celebrate and savor the precious feelings or sensations that stem from a single moment of time. Just like photographs, some captured moments record happy times and celebrations 
and others can be painful or difficult, especially if it was a picture of someone who has now passed away. And so what I'd like to do is invite you to look around you in your environment to find a picture of someone or an experience, maybe a vacation that you took, or even look on your phone, because I know we are all so um, tech savvy today, and we use our phones to take pictures of all kinds of moments. And that's really why we take pictures is so we remember something. And so we can look back on that and go, oh, I took that picture when I was walking, you know, at Lake Murray and I saw this beautiful bird and I wanted to remember that moment and how I felt or, you know, a birth of a child or your wedding or an anniversary or something, something like that celebration with a friend. So I want you to find that picture. And that's what we're gonna write about, is about that captured moment. So how are we doing? Did we find a picture? Should scan around your room and, and find something. And, and, and usually we gravitate towards something that makes us feel good. We really do. Okay, so we're gonna get our paper and our pen ready and now and this is very helpful also to look at that picture and then close your eyes for a minute and allow yourself to go back to that place back to that moment when that picture was captured and allow yourself to feel all the feelings that you felt in that moment to help you with the recall of who was in that picture with you, what was happening when that photo was taken, when was it taken, where was it taken, and why. So on your pad of paper, I want you to write down who, what, when, where, and why. And that will help you to recall all the moments that took place in that captured moment in that picture. And so we're gonna take five minutes and we're gonna write about that experience. So have that picture handy so you can look back at it, close your eyes for that second or two and just allow yourself to feel all the feelings to bring you back to that moment. You're gonna write about the who, the what, the when, the where and the why. Are you ready? All right, friends. Let's go, five minutes.
about two minutes, so keep writing, but we have about two minutes. friends. So that's going to bring um, a close to our captured moments. But I want you to kind of sit back and reflect upon what you wrote about that captured moment. And I want you to notice how you feel. I know that when I did this for myself and the picture that I chose, every time I look back at this picture now, I remember what I wrote about it, and it just added so much value, and it just made it so so much more of a, an enriching experience for me. And so now for homework, what I would like you to do is choose another photo and do the same thing, but I'd like that that photo to have maybe you and a friend or you and a family member or something like that. Um, maybe you and one of your children or a niece or nephew or something like that. And I want you to write to them about that experience and about that photo. And you'll do the same concepts of the who, the what, the when, the where, and the why. And then I want you to include that with the photo and send that to them. Maybe it's come, their birthday is coming up and you'll send that to them in their birthday card. Just think about that. And I invite you to do that. So thank you so much for joining us for our uh, time with journaling. Thank you, Janice, for having me. Thank you, Lisa. And I've actually practiced both of these journaling techniques, and I found the unsent letter to be cathartic. And I really like captured moments, and I really like the idea that Lisa gave about writing to a friend or a niece or a nephew or a cousin and sending it to them in the mail, maybe even on their birthday. Let that be the birthday card of a shared memory. 
So again, thank you for guiding our team members. And Lisa can be reached at Lisa, L-I-S-A, dot Goodman, G-O-O-D-M-A-N, at sharp.com if you have any questions or would like to learn more about journaling. A few takeaways from journaling that I'd like to leave everyone with are to be consistent. Pick a time of day that works for you and stick with it every day. Do you have a great idea or experience but don't have your journal handy? Send yourself a quick text to jog your memory when it's time to write. And lastly, if you have a writer's block, don't force it. It's about progress and not perfection. Thank you again to our loyal Coffee Break with Sharp Best Health listeners. We hope you tune in again next week for another amazing episode. Have a great day. Download this episode and find more great information on health and wellness by visiting Sharp Best Health on Sharp.net.